year, year, year. All right, what, what, what are you starting us off with? Where's the music, though? No? Can you just give us a beat? For one, you never told me if we can start off the pod with music and how that works. But if I had to start off with something, tomorrow is National Kissing Day. So we would start off with High Five, the kissing game. Because I like the way you kiss me when we play the kissing game. <laughs> and that's why we're here today. It is the rebirth that's of love and life. What's the hashtag? RLL Pod. Pod. Yes. The pod father and the pod mother. The pod mama and pod poppy, whichever right? one you want to um, suggest. But I mean, the kissing game, that's how we got in this. It's kind of how we got in this. Here. Yeah, it was, this is how we got here and really... What we wanted to do, we wanted to come today and share more about our marriage because a lot of you, blessings to you, follow us on social media, and a lot of you are only there for Callie, <laughs> and we know that. Which we get it. I mean, she's the star. She is a star. She's the star. She's a star. But this is about mom and dad. Mom and dad got to have something, too. I mean, we work our ass off to have this platform, and you know... We've been through the ringer. We've been through everything through this medical parent journey, through our 12 years of, of dating, almost seven years of marriage. So I feel like we have a lot to share. We do. We do. And I feel like we're excited to use this platform to talk about us for a second, because without us, there is no Callie. And right. And where she is right now is because of who we are as individuals and who we are as, as a couple and the values that we have before we got married that allowed us to take the situation and this journey and really just take it to the next level. Like, I don't think, and I, I, sometimes I just pat ourselves on the back. I don't think she gets to where she is without the stronger foundation that we've created. Nah, she truly, listen, listen, that little girl's strong, but she, her mama and her daddy. And when it come down to it, you know, again, they're, let me not speak about other kids, other family. I'm not going to do that. But let's just say we have everything she needs, which is why you see what you're seeing right now all over social media. But you know, how did this become about Callie? Because it's about us. I know. We, we always goes back to her. But no, but first, like rebirth, like we feel there's been so many chapters of our relationship, so many stages of a relationship, but ours is very unique. And in each stage, we have found a way to evolve and to kind of be born again and to like elevate us to the next place. And again, know? each stage, there's growth. Each stage, there's turmoil. Mm. Each stage, there's, believe it or not, someone that we've had to cut off Ooh. because they weren't supposed to be on this next journey with us. And so all it did was make us closer. It did. In the moment, I feel like we've had those people who've come and been disruptors and it made us stronger, but like we needed that. In that moment, I think I'm the emotional one. I think what you guys will find in this whole pod. Gemini, 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 yes. Gemini. And he's a Scorpio. So no emotions, you know, we, that's who we are. And so people are going to be like, what a Gemini and a Scorpio, like you guys don't match. And we don't in so many ways. But the things that we do match is like our values and our morals, which I feel like as long as you have 
those aligned, everything else you can kind of deal with, you can adapt to. And <laughs> so it's a deal breaker. <laughs> deal breaker. But yeah, so it's just like, that's how we've been able to, to move forward because the disruptors have not taken away from like who we are as people. They say the devil is alive and the devil be out there present. And if I say the word temptation, like I don't actually mean like temptation, like there's something that's trying to get in between us. But again, just life, there's situations and it has nothing to do with other women, other men, none of that. It's just as we grew up, I met you when I was 23 years old. You were 23 as well. I turned 24 real quick, but like we were young and I was at a stage in my life at that time where the doctors were on me, the liver meds they wanted me to take weren't doing anything good for me. So when I tell you I was just ready to give up life, like there wasn't on any like take my own life suicide type thing, but I was just like, whatever happens, happens. But the one thing I wanted you know, and since we're here kind of leaning into the dating story, which we'll get to in a second. But the one thing I wanted is I wanted kids yeah, and I wanted kids early. And so we talk about all these deal breaker things. I truly threw the ball up like an alley-oop. I threw it off the glass and tried to see if she was going to LeBron it or fumble the bag. <laughs> you did. You did. I feel like. I did not LeBron it like in that in the finals, not finals, but in, no. in, that, in the playoffs. Yeah. I didn't do that. But like your outlook of life and what you had gone through, like for he kind of set it up. But Rome had been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and early, early, like seventeen 18, years, seventeen years old. And they're telling him he won't live till he's forty. Yep. Like that sets the stage of who I got at twenty three, where you knew what you wanted. You know, we're going back and forth, me in the club, you know, on Facebook Messenger talking about, like, what's your favorite team? What's your favorite food? But then it got real serious of, like, what do you want out of life? Do you want a family? Do you want kids? And I'm like, oh, okay. like. And what 24 slash 23-year-old do you know that's, like, mature enough to have those conversations at then? Because we all know the 23 and the 24-year-olds. Like, you ain't even old enough to rent a car yet, so let alone, like to know that you're ready to be with somebody forever and you're ready to make something work forever. I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. again, a, a stage of, of our upbringings. And I think that any other time, like, again, that was in 2011. You fast forward to, like, if that happened in 2021 or 2022, I think it goes vastly different. Yeah. Because I think in 2021 and 2022, like, there's just, the, the world is a little more um, not grown up, and not childish, but like mm -hmm. in between, it's almost like what you see out there, you know, you have all these prerequisites, which we'll get to, you know, later. But again, like, I don't know if, you know, I met you in 2021, we would be together for 12 years, married yeah. for almost seven, because just the world is so different. And the fact that like, you don't, again this is going to sound worse than what it's intended to but again like you just we weren't a part of the online dating internet generation no we weren't. so like we had to like go out and meet people and even though it's funny because it sounds old as hell <laughs> you know this is 2011 but like we had to do it that way so like we didn't necessarily have instagram to jump in dms or the the world is our you know the world is our oyster or anything like that so really we just had to 
kind of like take advantage of the opportunities that were in front of us. And again, like we all have our list of things mm-hmm. that we look for and that you want, but truly it's almost like what's the most important and foundation is the most important. Mm-hmm. If you came from a broken household, I don't know if this would have worked. No, I think, I think we would have, we would have failed a long time ago. Because... Yeah. And I, I think to go back into it, like, because of my upbringing, like, so my parents just celebrated 47 years married. Y'all, they are old school. Yes. Nana and Papa, you know, from Arkansas, like, just. Went to high school with Adam and Eve. Okay, stop. <laughs> old school. So, y'all, I have older parents and Rome has younger parents. And so a lot of what you see is, like, these two gener- different generations but we come together to like be strong, but yes. So old school and like family's important to me. I knew I wanted to be married. I knew I wanted to have kids. And there was a maturity about you that came to me at a time where I thought I was, I was ready to have some fun. Like I had been running professionally track for a couple years and I was ready just to be out in these streets as they would say. And here he comes and it wasn't like you were like, okay, you're the one, but you were like, I'm not in this to just date. And at a certain point, we don't feel like we're for each other and that we could be that person. Then let's go our separate ways. But I'm not here just to have fun. See, I'm so mature. I gave her probably like 17 outs. I was like, if this is not what you want, I will not be offended if you go. If this is not what you want, I will not be offended if you go. And she stayed. The pressure. Because really, like, you know, actually, you know, we, we're here. Hold on. Let, we, we gonna, let's get into the, the true five stages oh. of our relationship. This is okay. the dating stage. Because again, stage we, one. Stage one, the dating stage. Again, we talked about the rebirth. And I was coming out of a situation. I don't know what you had going on, but you Are was you just running. Are you going to play your song? We, How does it work? We, uh, we don't know if we can play that yet. So okay. We just going to air it on the side of Can you just sing? No. Oh, then I'll just sing. Go ahead. And we're Pretty Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Subscribers. We're going to lose subscribers that we don't even know we have yet. God okay, damn. okay. I won't sing. All right. So, this, like, I'm pursuing this stage of life is called the Pretty Ricky stage. You know, we, we always debate this. Like, I was just saying, 2021, I met you. I meet you in a club in 2021. For mm-hmm. one, clubs in Seattle are trash now compared to what they used to be. Even in the 2000s, like it was cracking. Mm-hmm. Now, things were different. So, back then, I happened to be at the club with my friends. Now, let me set the scene for you. Again, I was sick. I was not well. At the time, I had been unemployed for like almost a year because we graduated during the, the recession. recession. Yeah. And I was barely just holding on, living at my mama's house, trying to figure it out. But, you know, like I knew a lot of people, so I would still be able to get into the club. And so Felicia always tries to joke like, oh, you was one of them that was at the club at like 955 because it's free (laughs) before 10. That's not true. I had it like I was able to go in through the door, you know, all that stuff like that. Boom, boom. Okay, so now I'm out. And I see this little chocolate girl with a red dress. Now, red's my favorite color. So naturally, I'm drawn to red. You know, it's in the dark. I don't usually and wear red. I see her go up to one of my friends, and I'm just like, like watching all in front of me. And again, like I'm very, I'm very cerebral of a person. Like, if y'all know, you know, James St. Patrick. I'm James St. Patrick minus the cheating. James, yeah. <laughs> I'm the other side. I'm Jamie, the other side. So 
I'm sitting this watching it unfold, and I'm like, okay, 2011. If I approach her, she's gonna. She's not even gonna say one word to me. She's, she's gonna right? turn me down. Where, this is the day you go to the club and you dancing, but you're not like someone comes up behind you to double check, be like, uh, and you pull your friend next to you because you're like, yeah. I'm not trying to dance with you. <laughs> but but that would be crazy if you pulled one of your friends because that means you would have pulled Jig next to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's row side. I ran track and I, I grew up with two brothers, just always had guy friends. And I went to the club, which we make a joke at that time, it was five guys. There's five guys from my team that were, that we all went out and we went out all the time. But they were also like my bodyguards. So if it got to a point <laughs> where there was someone I wasn't feeling, if I was around them, they'd be like, oh, she's with one of them, you know? So I broke away from my crew. Yeah, you were solo and yeah. And came to say hi to one of the ladies that he was with and she was a younger sister of like a roommate of mine i didn't i crashed at their place quite a bit but like i knew her really well and the funny thing is they look so much alike that i thought it was my friend danny and as i got closer i was like wait you're not danny and then also i was like wait you're not old enough to be here so she no, was using she her, had, sister's she had her sister's id, ID. So we're talking because I had been over there for like Thanksgiving before. So I knew the family well. And I don't see Rome. I'm, I just see her and I'm just talking to her. Standing behind him, just watching. And I and we're just like talking, catching up. And then, I don't know, maybe a couple minutes. And then I leave. You leave. And then I told my friend, I look over to her. I said, who was that? And she said, oh, that's my sister's friend, Felicia. And I'm like, oh, okay, hook it up. So I said, turn around, walked away. <laughs> and she said say less so i i go home that night i wake up in the morning to a text message and a facebook message from the sister it's 2011 remember that yes the sister and then like my roommate you know and so they're both like oh there was this guy last night at the club he saw you and i'm like what you know we be up in the he club saw me like, like he didn't say hi or nothing like oh no like he's one of our he's like a family friend but he also here's the part that i was a little like mm. he dated there's three sisters and, a, and an older brother he dated the middle sister and i was like oh hold on i don't know oh, this is messy and like no no we love him and our mom loves him and i was like oh they got me there because i love their mom so i'm like okay He's one of those guys that the mom loves. All right. Every mom loves I gave me. them, I said, he can go ahead and add me. So he went and added me no, on No, that's not how it that's Why not how it happened. I didn't I don't need permission to add anybody for Did one. you get my number then? No. So she said What's you she, she said you can reach out to her. Because my whole thing oh, is my bad. I so could have I could have added her and then just not okay. done anything. I but gave a green said, light for him to approach me and reach out. Yes. And so at that point is when we just talked on Facebook Messenger for like two weeks straight. But this kind of gets into one of the questions I have for y'all. Like, how do you like to be approached? Because we always talk about... Let's name the situation, though. Because, again, like to be approached, like, in public. By a person who's interested in you. The opposite sex, the same sex, whatever it might be. Someone who is, like, physically and intimately interested into you. Emotionally, too. Emotionally. Duh. Um, yes. Interested in you. Like, how do you like to be approached? Because we go back and we think about that moment. And I don't know how I would have done if you would have approached me in the club. If I would have been like, gave you my number or it would have been the right thing for us to have a real conversation. <laughs> she would have gave me her daddy's number. They're like two digits away. <laughs> I would have been like, I would have like, uh... encouraged you probably. <laughs> I would have. But now, you know, maybe 
things things are so different now. Here's the thing. Felicia shared with me when we were younger. She really wanted a love and basketball relationship, as did everybody. But Felicia can't make a jumper, so I don't know why she would want that. And so, like, I know in terms of, like, men, like, she don't even have to share a list or how to be approached, you know, to someone like me because me being as cerebral as I am uh-huh. already knew it. That's why I didn't do it. And that's why I asked permission, and that's why I waited because, again, everything. Pause. So wait, you could I just say? tell no wait, wait, I said, no no oh, like, so wait, I just like pause for a second so you could tell by just seeing me in the club that night that that wasn't the way to approach me you just know I wait 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 okay answer my superpower reading the room oh yeah vibes body language I can read all of it I can walk into a room and be like yep I'm not welcome here or I can walk into yeah, a room and be can. like okay they fucking with it I can walk into a room and be like mm, I don't like the energy because it makes me anxious because mm-hmm. you just never know what's going to happen in it but I'm a very good reader at all of those things and the way you walked up and then you left with the quickness it was on some like oh I'm just saying hi like I'm not like yeah. you, you were walking like you had somewhere to be yeah so and I, and I wasn't I'm not one of those like messy people in the club that have been drinking shots and shots and drinks and you know i'm gonna dance on the dance floor but like i think you could probably see me being like okay i gotta come with it to approach her i didn't know what no i didn't think i didn't think about that oh i was just like you have to realize at that at this time like i was still kind of down and out so Mm. like i had to do above and beyond like if i if i was me today i would have just been like Wait, wait, What's what up? was your pickup like, pick line? No, now. I don't have a pickup line. I don't need the pickup line. But I'm just saying, like, it would have been different. Like, my confidence level, like, today and, like, oh, at yeah, that point you... with, you know, working a job that I hated in customer service, living at my mama's house, broke, sick. Like, it was all going yeah, downhill. You, and then I just flipped the switch. Hey. <laughs> so it's different. I really now. had you at your lowest point. You I did. met you at your lowest you point and I accepted me. you as your lowest. Yeah. So Felicia, again, so for, for all of you up. who all of you have been trying to study options trading and stock trading, Felicia basically bought Tesla at like 50 cents. And now that bitch like through the roof. It's through the roof. Through the thousand roof. dollars. Yes. Through the roof. And that you is know, so and, true. And you know how you can say, I know I talk big shit, but look at my daughter and look what she's doing. Like mm-hmm. my daughter is in this nasty is going all the way back to cali again but my my daughter's my soul like she's got my soul she does like so when we see all that happy jumping around like confident strong like that's that's what you're seeing that's that's the wealth generated of your investment and so again like i am huge on red flags i am huge on moments to where it's just like eh. but ultimately women my fellas if there's somebody who you want who you love thing things can be compromised mm-hmm. mistakes can be happen mistakes can happen but again if it's worth it fight for it like mm-hmm. y'all are too much like oh, this person did did this to me and this person did this to me. And it's just like, I would really flip the question, like, what did you do? What did you, like, because every situation, for the most part, um, yeah, sometimes people do take it further than it needs to go. But, like, how did they get to that point? And what did they not receive? And what did they try to communicate to you that was missed? 
So like I'm fully believing in in all that stuff, but not to digress and to come back to to this situation. But again, like investments, like there are such things as investments, and that's not you know letting somebody bum off you for years. Like this is a different thing than what I'm saying. Like because when I when we met, like do you remember what I told you I wanted to do? You don't have to say it specifically, but I wanted I had big goals, right? You did, you did, and I feel like. There, like you said, there's a difference. Like as we were talking, you had goals and you had ambition, and it wasn't your standard like goals. You know, it wasn't some generic stuff. Like it, it was a passion of yours and what you wanted to do. And I could tell that you were going to go after it and you were a go getter. And I think as a as a twenty year old, being able to know the difference of someone just talking the talk because they do, they talk right, and someone who's like, nah, 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 like. I'm, this is how I'm going to go about it. This is what I've been through. And this is how I'm going to get through the mud. Like, And you did that. And so I feel like, although I did meet you at a low in that moment, like we were in our 20s. So it was kind of like, I didn't have these high expectations of you should be doing X, Y, and Z. Because what was I doing? I was graduated college, was running professionally, but I wasn't making a lot of money. I was like nannying. Yeah, I was a nanny on the side. Then I went back and got an internship. I started all over. And I felt like you also accepted me. Like, cool, I ran track and I was a professional athlete, but what I have really to show for it. And so we both had graduated college. And so it it just felt like we were both in that same stage. Yeah. Um, I can't expect something out of you that I'm not doing. But what I do expect is for you to like tell me like what you want to achieve in life. And you did that. And you know, I might have actually been at your lowest point because when the Olympic trials thing didn't happen, you were devastated. I was. And like, I was there. And again, like, I can't, I can't truly be like, oh, you should, you know, do this or whatever because my life is set up a little differently than yours. Like, I wasn't blessed with the athletic gene, but that's fine. But like, it was a transition period for both of us to where it was like, I know for you, you're just like, I, I liked these things. I majored in this. I have no idea what I want to do. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> and I was like, well, and- I, you know, I was like, I kind of, like, I know what I want to do. I just don't know how I'm going to get there. So we were both in this, like, weird yeah, boat. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, you were like, your major aligned with what you were wanting to do and what you were kind of doing at that point. Yeah. And my major was law, society, and justice, and I was doing nothing close to it. I was a nanny and I was running and I was like, I don't know what field I'm about to get into. And now I'm doing something, fundraising work, totally different. Totally different. Than what I majored in. And so are you in a sense, but you went back to school to like for marketing kind of. and communication. Well, my, yeah, I was going to say my minor was in communications though, so. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just like early on thinking about for us, like those non-negotiables. Yeah. Well some of you guys leave, leave it in the comments. Like what are some of your non-negotiables? Like, again, is it, and I don't want to hear that stupid shit. Like they got to be over six feet. That's fucking stupid. Right. I, I swear to God. Cause I tell you, that's what I like, want to some, some of my friends, like no, no shade to y'all, but kind of shade. It's like, bro, come on. Well, I wanted love and basketball y'all. I was like, he gotta be a hooper. He gotta be about six, two, six, three. Cause that's what I was going for in college. And that didn't serve me. That didn't do right by me. It's not giving, is it? So when I met you, I was like, okay, I can take, I can take five, 10. Okay. She planned. At the end of the day, when I wear heels, he's still taller than me. So 
I was like, this will work. <laughs> and did. <laughs> no, nah, but really, it's just. Not, wait, hold on. Non-negotiables. Yeah, like, I, I really want you all to, like, think real, real deep mm-hmm. in non-negotiables. Because, like, a- again, like, it, we, we are all shallow. We are all insecure. But once you get past that, you know, like, I have to think back to mine personally, but I feel like mine was, you know, it's interesting because the, the situation I was in, we were both alphas and not that Felicia's not an alpha, it's just handled differently. But like, I didn't want to deal with the same toxic, like, like the same toxic, like arguing, fighting, like it was just, it was just too much. And again, not that you're a beta, but the whole thing is like, because she is the sensitive Gemini, I have to like watch what I say. So like, it makes me like second guess things. So it makes me like, you know, again, um, put myself in, in your shoes and realize like, I'd rather have it this way than the other way to when everybody's just shouting at each other and then you're just in deep shit. And it's like, for what? Yeah. I would say like, yeah, we are alphas, but my track world has taught me to learn how to lead and then learn how to step back because everyone can't be the leader. That part. And so like, you know, you're running a four by one, you're running a race when I'm in it by myself, I got to get out and this is my race. But when I'm in it in a relay, I have to understand, I have to react to the person behind me. I have to speed it. Like I have to know my team and know what drives each person. And so I feel like track is so much molded who I am and I guess I'll get more into it, but like I ran track at UW. I was I ran the hurdles, hundred meter hurdles, four hundred meter hurdles, so all American. University of Washington is my alma mater, y'all, from the Bay. And so that athletic background has definitely served us in our relationship because I know when it's I, it's your turn to lead, and I know how not to belittle you and make you feel less of a man. It's like okay, let him lead in this area, but I'm also not going to be just stepped on and that's not yeah. happening like i'm gonna hold my own but i'm also gonna okay let me let me hang back for this one and let you let you do your thing we we always talked about it like the heat like sometime you're lebron sometime you're wade sometime you're boss sometimes like, i'm the coach okay sometimes I'm Spolstra. what's his name all right say his name Spolstra, right yes yeah sometimes i'm pat riley sometimes okay. i'm i'm up there all right but my non-negotiable <laughs> yes my non-negotiable <laughs> Ooh, like she just found out who Pat Riley was no, like four I did years it, y'all. ago. I watched the winning time. Anyways, it was like family was really important to me. So knowing that you wanted a family was really key. Like I wasn't in any hurry to have kids at that moment, but like, okay, we both agree that we want a family. We want to be interactive and active in our children's life. We want to like create those memories with our kids. And I just, I love that about you because really quickly you were like, no, I want kids. And so I was like, okay, check. Right away. Right. You had me laughing. Like personality was key for me because we were able, personality, but on a deeper level, like we were able to like really have deep conversations. They weren't just surface level. Like we, we got to get through all of that, those generic questions and like get to some actual real questions about like who we are, childhood, all those things. And I felt comfortable with you. Like I didn't feel like there was any judgment. I didn't feel like I had to put on a show. It was like, 
I could just be me, silly, funny, all the things, and you were receiving it, and then you also were like, all right, like calling me out on certain stuff too, which I appreciated. She made, she always makes a joke like, oh, remember when you used to think I'm funny just because like I had a good joke y'all. back when we first when I first reached out to her on on Facebook Messenger, she was like, oh, I I like. Or I was just like, how do you feel about tattoos or something like that? Because, you know, it's 2011. And she's just like, oh, like, I like a, I like a few, but they can't be, like, J.R. Smith on the Nuggets. And I thought that was so funny. And she, like, no, she I saved say- her funniest joke for, like, then. <laughs> <laughs> and then ever since then, it's just like, sis, okay, you don't have to force they it. They had Kenya Martin, they had J.R. Smith. They had a few, like, they're starting five. They had Chris Anderson, they had Melo. They all yes, were Yes, they all were tatted. They all had sleeves. And so my joke was... I like a few tats, but you can't look like you're a starting five for the Denver Nuggets. And he got a kick out of it. Yeah, this shit was this shit was really. And I funny. was like, was... thank you, because my family, we're a sports family, and so I think that's also something we connect on. Like, I love sports. I, I ran track, but I didn't play. I played a little softball, but my family loves basketball. They love football, and Rome is like all things Seattle, from the Seahawks, Mariners, and so we connected on that. So I think that was like it was funny, but it was also like oh, okay. Like she, she knows, know, yeah, she, know, she, know, she watches the game. She know a little bit. A little, I knew a little bit. A little bit, but again, let, let her mama tell her. She don't know. She just thinks she know. Oh, gosh. That's the famous lie, y'all. My mom, we'll have to have her on the pod. She's like, she. we have the same birthday. She's a Gemini as well. We're so much the same person. And she is hilarious. I wish I was half as funny as her. She's like one of the coolest people I know. But she just, she has all the one-liners. And it's actually from a movie, but he don't know. He just think he knows. It's from the Five Heartbeats. Oh, I thought it was from the Temptations. It's from the Five Heartbeats. Yeah. Okay. So I want you guys to lo- let us know too, like non-negotiables, but we're talking about like twenties versus your thirties. And so your ideal partner at twenty, and then now here we are in our thirties. And what's that look like? What's the difference? Because I do see how in your thirties they need to be established, like. You, you, where you were at 20, be there now, still trying to figure things yeah, out. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear that. Like, I, hear that. I, time is of essence. Like, I can't wait and deal with the, I don't know what I want to do, the back and forth. Okay, I can see, deal see, with a, a, a career switch, yes. but not uh, in this place of the unknown. Yeah, that that's a different, because again, like, sometimes chips fall to where you can't do anything about it, and you're just caught in that situation getting laid off right you can't do shit about it it just happens but to your point though like you know i feel like that was the issue was because our parents put all this pressure on us when we were in our 20s you guys need to figure it out mm-hmm. and people barely in their 30s don't know shit about shit like they're still yeah. trying to figure it out and so like i mean granted we're closer to 40 than 30 it's just like i i understand the the need to have it figured out at least like take incremental steps toward what you want to do because like i had to do some drastic quit that job that i hated and go back to grad school and granted like the unfortunate part is that it costs a shitload of money to go to the private grad school that we went to we both ended up going to but like that was the best thing for me because again like i wasn't even getting looks before you know it's like you fill out the job mm-hmm. and you don't even get the complimentary call from like hr like oh hey we saw it but now like you put that master's on there especially back then 
then people are just like, oh, okay, yeah, you must, you must know something about something. When it's just like, I definitely learned a lot there, but I still wasn't anywhere near like what I wanted to do. Cause I was starting to pivot and do more of like, like content. Cause remember mm-hmm. that was the days that it was like, I had just come off, um, the, the Seattle sports podcast. I right. had just come off like trying to do a little bit of the blog stuff. Like I was, I was you truly were early, early in the game. You in were a editing, lot of shit, both film. blogging, filming, editing, yeah. like highlight videos, and again, just shit happened every single way that like kind of deterred me a little bit. But it's just interesting how those all apply today, right? <laughs> those are these like you needed that to get to where you are, yeah. Like all those hardships and all those experiences to to today. But again, like if I was, I feel like if I was thirty one or thirty two. The expectation to have it figured out is probably a little unfair, but mm-hmm. at least like give me something of like, all right, I have a, a steady job and I'm able to pay bills, right. you know, but I may not be doing the work that I absolutely love. Right. I think that takes a while to do the work that you absolutely love. I think that's, there's people who are age who still aren't doing it, but yeah. it, it makes them in, it means to the end of what they're trying to get to. So they're fine with it. But okay, let's wrap up like, the stage one which is the beginning the dating so <laughs> so we meet in the club we message on facebook for like two weeks and then i had i was writing professional tracks so i was like hey i have to go to this meet I'm, it's in canada i'll be gone for like a week or so so if we're about to meet like we got to do this soon and i feel like at that point we hadn't text messaged or anything yet right no so, we hadn't okay so we're texting and then so it was like, okay, we need to meet like tomorrow or something. No, let me tell you how it actually went. So she was going to run track. So she was going to be gone for two weeks. Now, the day that we were supposed to hang out, you had something else going on that you needed to go to. And so you're just like, mm. I can do it at this time. I had a birthday available dinner. at this time. And I was like, bruh, I, she hit me on the way to church. I was taking my grandma to church. And she hit me with that. And the whole time, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, because, you know, you you now, like, first time meeting, like, first. I'm yeah, just like, everything is riding on this. Like, I can't. Like, I have almost to felt do like something. a blind date, even though I went through your whole Facebook. It, it, it almost, was still, like, like. It was still hard because I had to figure everything out. Like, <laughs> in the matter of, you know, how I was up there trying to learn the word and be blessed. And I'm over here looking at places to go because <laughs> she hit me with this, oh, we have to do it today type thing. So I ended up making it home, went, went, dropped my grandma back off, got dressed, headed back out there, uh, picked her up. And the reason why, like, the pre-Ricky thing is funny and, like, this is where, see, if, if, if Red Flags was a thing for me, when I met her, met up with her and we got in my car, I had to get gas. It's been a red flag because I pulled up to, and granted, I pulled up to uh, AMPM to Arco and she was like, she was looking like, Ugh, you get gas here? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> that was that was the vibe. She was like, "Oh, you're... I was more like, you didn't get gas before you picked me up. Oh, like, you don't go because you gave me so much time to do that. That's more of the look I was giving you. But, but I was like, I was, you know, again, I had been to church, so I hadn't eaten yet, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna run in and get something. And so I was like, do you want anything? And she said, no. And so I came out with a Twix. Oh, I love Twix and, and Skittles. She was over there looking at it, and I'm just like, 
do you want one? She's like, yeah. And so she ate the other half. And, and again, you've been like, sharing with me. You began two of everything ever since. You exactly, learned your lesson. Exactly. But then when I don't and she wants something, she can't get it. And she, especially if she says no. Like, I had to put my foot down and be like, no, 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 no. You said you didn't want you said you didn't want no ice cream. Okay, so hold on, getting, hold so on. We're going to get to the ice cream. right now. So Rome will eat a pint of ice cream for like three weeks, y'all. I'm going to go through a pint in like two days. That's my business. And so I ate all my ice cream and he still got like a lot left. And I'm like, so some, there's been times where I finished his ice cream. And then I thought I was going to replace it before he noticed, but he noticed. I noticed everything. She just be eating my stuff. That's crazy. But no, That's go a deal. back to that the story. Been, that so, should have been a deal breaker. <laughs> be your food yeah so we're in the car and we, i think you like put some music on yeah and then i put it on right no that's that wasn't you're doing oh you put no, it on. i put it on okay it's pretty ricky and you're like oh my god i went to their tour with little bow wow and amarion yeah it's like oh so you like pretty ricky and then we were just jamming and pretty ricky and then we finished we ate at mcdonald's you see you don't have to show do all this lavish stuff. We went to the Museum of Pop. That's crazy. And then we ended at McDonald's. He got cheap me. date. Right? <laughs> at least she <laughs> had time for me. Cheap date too. <laughs> yes. So we ended at McDonald's with fries and an Oreo McFlurry and then Pretty Ricky. And I was like, I could do this. This this could work. Yeah. That will, you know what? And we've been, if, you, if y'all follow us, which if you don't, you should follow Felicia at, eleven at on F-A-L-E-S-H-A-1-1. IG A L E S H A one one and follow me Rome Johns R O M E J O H N S Instagram Romy Johns on TikTok R O M E R O M I E J O H N S on TikTok. Okay, Rebirth, Life and Love on YouTube, and then it is the R L L Pod on IG. Yes. So find us both places. Yes. Follow us on all the things. But I said all that to say that we've been posted. We've been doing some dates every month. And one of the dates that we're going to be doing in a coming month is the Museum of Pop Culture, which at that time, what was it called? It was called the uh, it's called something different. But we're going to go relive that date. We're going to go to a and We're going to go to McDonald's. Oh, my goodness. We're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it full circle. Yeah. But, like, that's our stage one. And I feel like it, it just shows you, like, the beginning stages and just who we are, how we got to this place. But I also, we wanted to start the part off with this, but we're going to finish it with this. What is one thing that inspired you this week? Mm. What inspired me this week? This week, I was inspired by, you know, what happened this week? Okay, I'm going to start. You start. <laughs> um, Callie inspired me. You know, she finished pre-K and to see... Well, her first year of pre-K. Correct. And to see kind of like all the growth that she's had in these... Like, she didn't even do a full year. She only did six months, y'all. And to see six months where she is now... Like, I just, I love that little girl so much. And that was an inspo for me as far as, like, family. Hold on. Let's put some respect on our baby's name. She went to school for six months in the calendar year, but missed a lot of time because she's been sick and Mm -hmm. different things have happened. So she truly didn't get the whole six months. And what she's done since January has been absolutely amazing which mm-hmm. you can see on our Instagrams and our TikToks and YouTube and yeah. all the things. But 
So what inspired you? I mean, that's, it's easy to say Callie. I'm trying to think it, outside yeah, the box. Right? It could always be, it could always every be Callie. Every like, day. Callie just, she fights through so much and does she so does. much. Um, you know, I think the inspiring thing, can I actually, you know, I'm a, is it weird to say that like getting laid off inspired me? Um, because like, you know, we, again, we're talking about relationship and relational value and relationship value and the relationship with yourself Mm. is probably the most important thing that you could ever do, get, have, figure out. And so getting laid off, put a lot in perspective for me and it truly inspired me to like pour more into myself. Um, cause it's something I wanted to do. But again, it was always like, all right, can I really, can we really afford to, to go, uh, me full time creator, mm-hmm. me figure it out, and and all this stuff like that. But like, you know, yes, my kids inspire me. Like, it is what it is. But like, just lately, I'm just like, all right, I don't have this boulder on my chest and on my back anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm free for this from this. And once I finally was able to like come to terms with like everything that happened and putting all the pressure on myself to like try to replace that income like right away, I'm now able to make those same calculated moves that I did before when I met you. <laughs> my drop, my drop, my drop. That's what you did. Uh, all right, y'all. So will we be back? We're going to be back with diving into these first epi- couple episodes about like the different stages of us so you can get to know the foundation of who we are. And then we just going to throw a lot of different topics. I think we are so many things. You know, we are a black couple. We are individuals. We are entrepreneurs. We are creators. We are parents. The list goes on. And so we are not going to box ourselves in. We are going to dive into so many topics that allow you to understand life and love, relationships, all of the above. So we hope that so many people can relate to who we are and what we dive into over these next couple, well, forever, because this pod's going to be here for a minute. This pod ain't going nowhere. So hey, y'all might as we well download, get your popcorn, nowhere. get comfortable, get your Fenty robe, whatever <laughs> you got to do. Because we Johnson's for life. Okay. <laughs> all, all right, right y'all <laughs> that's all folks <laughs>